Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. I will be talking to another one of the candidates who would like to be California's next attorney general, Nathan Hockman, who got the endorsement of the California Republican Party, will join us in one hour. There are a number of challengers to the incumbent. His name is Rob Bonta. This race is getting a little more attention. Well, why do you think? Because we have a little crime problem in California right now, and I use the word little sarcastically. In L.A. County, they're trying to recall the uh, district attorney, George Gascon. It's become of concern to many people in many communities. We spent time yesterday, right during this time, talking about Beverly Hills adding all these surveillance cameras, which somehow is controversial. Ooh, surveillance oh, cameras. Wow. Only, uh, only in the tiny little minds at the L.A. Times is a controversial. The oh, privacy advocates. <laughs> Very, very concerned. You you don't have privacy when you're out in public. I mean, no. just the basic, uh, unless they messed with that definition as well. But if you're standing out in public, you are by definition not private. You are the opposite of private, which is public. So uh, last month, uh, dippity-doo, Gavin Newsom trotted out and said, here's my latest plan for homelessness in California. Uh, in addition to spending billions, I got this idea, which, of course, is an acronym. 
CARE Court. CARE stands for Community Assistance Recovery and Empowerment. Empowerment. Yes. <laughs> that discredits it right there. The first thing that's a little troubling is they want to use this to connect an estimated 7,000 to 12,000 people to housing and treatment. Now, we got a lot more than that running the streets here in California. Well, we got, we got so. 70,000 just in L.A. County, so this would uh, handle about- Well, they say that well, they're focusing on only those with severe mental illness, and that's mm-hmm. their estimate of the number that they might reach. You and I look around and probably think it's higher than seven to 12,000 oh, people course. in the whole well, state. Well, you know they pulled this out of their ass. They just throw out a number. They don't know. I don't. I, look, I'm willing to take anything that gets these people off the street. Do you think they're serious, Even if this though? is mild and only gets 100 people off the street, or, you can always expand it if it works. Or is it a campaign ploy? Is it nothing more than a press release, an acronym? So that he'd have something to talk about every time he gets uh, interviewed or questioned. I, I, the, reason I, the reason I would say no is that the typical advocates for the homeless and civil liberties groups are fighting it. In fact, they killed the assembly version of this bill. Right. There's only one but, left, and that's the state Senate bill. But, that tells me there might be something to it if they're oh, actively no, fighting it no, and no, not no. saying, oh, this is just a ploy. But no, it, beyond, beyond that, he knows they're going to fight it. He knows they're going to try to kill it in the legislature. So he knows he can propose something like this, which makes him look good, that actually doesn't have a chance in hell of passing. Oh, I see. See, I'm thinking he's cynical enough or his staff is cynical enough and say, yeah, let's put out something that looks really bold and might actually change things. And you know no one's going to go for it anyway, but we'll get credit for trying as we run for re-election. Could be. I mean, I would put nothing past this creep. And since he wants to run for president, even. We well, know that now. because I, we've seen him for four years and he hasn't done anything about the homeless in any way. You know, it's like it's like Karen Bass. It's like you can say whatever you want. You can put out a plan. I mean, he's got he's got a big staff and they make hundreds of thousands of dollars each and they can write all day on their computers. The plan. Let's come up with a cool acronym. Hey, you know, and we'll get all the idiots in the media to act as public relations agent and publicize the plan. But you know this is this is gonna run into a brick wall in about five minutes. But at least you can well, say, hey, I proposed the plan. Everybody else got in the way. Yes, immediately standing in the way is the ACLU, something else called California Action something called Disability Rights California, something called the Western Center on Law and Poverty. I'm sorry. They called it a forced treatment model that would strip participants of their personal freedoms. Well, yes, it is. That's exactly right. And that's the way it should be. So if we can't get past uh, the forced treatment idea, then nothing's ever going to be done. And by the way, nobody elected these groups to be in charge of anything. These are these uh, private nonprofits that raise money with scary letters and give themselves big salaries. So they have no moral high ground here at all. They haven't done anything to make life better. They've done plenty to make life worse. So in a normal world, you'd have a legislature and a governor who tells these people to go pound sand and you can go take us to court and we're going to fight this to the death because we represent the normal people, the general public. Who pay the taxes. That's what a real governor and a real legislature would do. But we have a bunch of hoard out puppets. They're all bent over taking money from organizations like this. 
and they don't do what the normal people want. Well, the way it's supposed to work, if somebody has a severe psychiatric disorder like schizophrenia, or people that can't even figure out that they need medical help, then family members or even first responders, that means like the EMTs that have to go out there and answer these calls all the time, and other people described as behavioral health providers can petition a judge to initiate a plan that could last up to two years. That means the person would be eventually, if the judge signs off, be taken off the street into treatment. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That's, that's common sense and logic. Uh, so, I mean, th this is all these years in the making. How many years have we been plagued with the uh, with these uh, crazy homeless people? And finally, it's like, well, you know, this is what we'll do. It's like, yeah, right. It's like I, I, anybody, anybody in the street, the homeless people could have figured this out. Yeah. Even the uh, tolerant San Diego mayor, because I followed this guy, Todd Gloria, said, well, these people are deathly sick and ill. They're, they're vulnerable. They're not making a choice to be homeless. They can't make that choice for themselves. We've decided somehow it's okay to tell us no, leave them on the sidewalk. That's unacceptable. That has to change. Yeah. That's also what Newsom said a month ago when he made this speech. We can't just have this anymore. And, you know, you've pointed out several times that report came out last week. How many uh, homeless people died of drug overdoses during the pandemic in 2020? 2000. It was a huge number. Yeah, it was 2000. And that was just L.A. County, wasn't it? That's yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was mostly overdoses. It wasn't COVID or anything else like that. It's people that are addicted. But this is, the way I'm reading this, this is psychiatric disorders. So this would probably not necessarily include the drug and alcohol addicted. Yeah, but you can, you can run the same kind of program. You could just have a program that, that emphasizes mental illness and another program that emphasizes drug addiction. Of course, the drug addiction leads to mental illness. The mental illness leads to drug addiction. I mean, it's all the same bowl of soup here. Right. Yeah, here, here's a story. This is according to the Department of Public Health, L.A. County. Uh, between April 2020 and March 2021, a full year, uh, 1,988 deaths of homeless people. Uh, 56% increase driven primarily by overdoses. Yeah. So we, we, we know what's going on. I mean, when you, when you get up to 2000 people in a year in a single County, that's, that is horrific. That is, uh, can you ever imagine you'd ever live in a place in your life where 2000 people could die in the street? I mean, what is this wartime? 2000 people die in the street in one year and nobody does anything about it. Instead, you have these crackpot groups saying, well, you can't remove these people from the street. They have the right to die in the street, covered in their own vomit and feces. I mean, I, you know something? I, I, if, some, if the ACLU came into my office, I was governor, and they started giving me this kind of claptrap, I would have security pick them up and throw them out. Like, pick them up in the air and toss them into I, the reception room. When we return... You slammed uh, the Sierra Club yesterday because of what's going on at the Bologna Wetlands. But they're in the news. It's up in Sacramento. We'll talk about it next. Yeah, they haven't given me an answer they yet. They didn't respond. No, right? no. Bunch of frauds. John and Ken, KFI. All right. Well, yesterday you were making the case about Sierra Club. I guess they were looking for money Looking from you. for money from, uh, from us. And I wrote back and said, uh, why do you allow all the homeless people to uh, foul the Bologna Wetlands with all their garbage and sewage? 
And they Probably somebody get... got your email and said, what are the Bologna wetlands? Are yeah, right. <laughs> so they've ignored well, maybe me you so started far. Something. Maybe the whole company, the whole organization is looking into it now. No. They know. know. They, they know they're involved with Bologna wetlands because I looked them up. And they have other issues trying to manage the wetlands. So they're well aware of it. They don't care. Homeless people are more important than the environment. That's, well, their, their, hier- that's their hierarchy of woke. We have talked about this before. Up in Sacramento, there's an area called American River Parkway. It has apparently become the home to hundreds of homeless people. And I think the last time we talked about American River Parkway, the river wasn't doing so good. It was full of feces. Mm. I think there were reports nobody should swim in there. Yeah. Because that's where their gunk was going. The River of Feces. Now, the Sierra Club's involved. Their Sacramento chapter is asking city and county officials to move those homeless people out. Their concern, wildfires, which they say are happening too frequently and are tied to the homeless encampments. And they're burning up the plant life. They're burning up the environment there. That's, They're affecting the migratory species, such as mountain lions and mule deer. Well, there are also birds, rodents, and reptiles in there. This has been going on for years and years, too. I, I know, but I'm thinking if they, if they made a move on American River Parkway, they should make a move on Bologna Wetlands. Well, of course they should. They should Why make... can't we get the L.A. chapter to get in gear here the way the Sacramento chapter has? They That's ha- what I'm asking. They have this... There were 156 fires last year along this. Uh... 156. Wow. Three times as many fires as in 2019. So that's that's about three a week. Three fires a week in one. Yeah, it gets a little chillier up there in Sacramento area. So, yeah, they need a lot more heat. Well, it says it starts shockingly. Wow. Nine-page report. I wonder how long they put this together. Cigarettes, campfires, and stoves provided ignition. 90% of the fires have occurred on the north side of the river where a large number of camps are. Whoa! A big surprise. What investigative geniuses this crowd is, huh? <laughs> News hey, of the obvious. You, where are these fires coming from? Are they those homeless camps there? Because they they got all these grills going. and Propane oh, tanks sm- everywhere. And they're smoking all the time. And uh, they got campfires. Uh, from 2016 through 2021, the agencies responsible for fire protection along the parkway Responded to 536 fires, according to the Sierra Club's analysis. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And the thing is, like, 500 fires and nobody in government says stop. We've had 500 fires in this spot. This is supposed to be a protected area. This is supposed to be the environment that we all claim to care about. It shows you what colossal phonies these bastards are. From the government officials to the Sierra Club, nobody really cares. What they want to do is pretend they care so they can emotionally manipulate you, make you feel guilty, so you send them money. But actually caring and kicking the homeless out? They don't, they don't do anything. Now they've issued a report. Well. And again, they're blaming the government. Why haven't you provided adequate shelter for these people? We estimate there are hundreds living there that have not been provided adequate shelter. Why is that everybody else's responsibility but the vagrants? And, and, and Why no, do I ask that question every week? Well, we've got to keep asking it. 750 people, they think, are down there on this American right. River Parkway hanging out. So we've got... We've got uh, how many how many people own homes in this country? Isn't it? I uh, don't know. 
I gotta, I gotta look that up. Because, own homes, not yeah, rent. You're talking no, about own. Yeah, own home. Well, I know there's over a hundred and like ten million households, right? Yeah. I've seen that when they uh, when they uh, calculate television ratings. 110 million households. Yeah, that would be about three per household. Three per that. household. Yeah, and and so there's 110 million adults, or maybe 200 million adults, who have figured out how to buy or rent shelter. Right. Right. And then you have, like in L.A. County, 70,000 who didn't figure it out. Or 750 at this river up in Sacramento who didn't figure it out. Why is it that the rest of us, by the hundreds of millions, figured it out? This crowd didn't, but they hold us hostage. And they foul our parklands, our rivers, our wetlands, which we pay to maintain and enjoy. And we send money to all these groups like the Sierra Club. And what do they do with the money? And instead, we're getting these effing lectures every day. It's like, hey, I didn't shoot up heroin or fentanyl. I didn't snort meth. I went to work every day. I feed my kids. What do you want from me? I pay, I pay a billion dollars in taxes. What else am I supposed to do? I paid you the taxes. I got to run oversight over every government program, every Sierra Club program. I have to do the oversight. I have to do an audit. You can't just do the right thing. Wow, That's what's I don't know infuriating. How, I don't know how long this, because I'm not that familiar with American River Parkway, but according to one Sierra Club person, uh, she is saying that one-fourth of the parkway has burned. Yeah. And here's my frustration. I thought, and this would go back a few years, that between the environmental groups and like the uh, disabilities people, the ADA people, mm -hmm. we would find a way to break up some of this homeless stuff. But no, no. no. Instead, the environmentalists want to protect the salmon, the Delta River smelt, mm. whatever that's called, the Delta smelt, and uh, hold back our water. And then uh, we got on the ADA side, we got small businesses being sued by a bunch of unscrupulous lawyers using ADA to grab money from people. But uh, I was hoping we'd get both of these groups to do more about the homeless no, be problem because, because it's affecting they, the environment. They, they would if they cared. I just blocking sidewalks and pathways for the disabled. I judge so. people by whether they do what they uh, say they're going to do or what they should do. Either you do it or you don't. And if you don't do it, it means, oh, you don't care. You're lying. You're faking it. By the way, 79 million uh, plus own, own their own homes. 79 million. Okay. 79 million own their homes, not to mention, you know, another 100 and, uh, uh, well, however ten, many tens of millions of people rent. Right. So we figured it out. We go to work every day. It, it starts with going to work every day. And one thing that all these, all the riffraff, you know, whether it's the Bologna Wetlands or in this uh, River Parkway, they don't go to work. No, they, they inject poison into their bodies every day. And the ACLU and, and the rest of these crowds don't want to say, you can't do that. Instead, they lecture us. It's like, well, pay more tax money and build more homes for them. Why? Because I get up every day and go to work, and they get up every day and inject poison into their body, and I owe them. Really? I owe them? Explain right. to me how that works. Another remnant of the Trump era is being looked at by the U.S. Supreme Court. Details next. John and Ken, KFI. Poland gets 45% of its natural gas from Russia. That heats, oh, uh, that. that heats homes and businesses. Now, it doesn't affect their electricity because Poland burns coal for most of its electricity. That is very unclimate friendly. No. Yeah, well. Uh, um, we keep things Well, running. they're going to have to rethink their gas uh, <laughs> supply lines. Yeah. 
Russia's got a lot of those countries in Europe by the you know what. Yeah, I know. That's uh, their energy needs. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good that much of uh, much of Europe went green. That was a smart thing to do. Yeah, Russia said, "Screw that! Stop we'll making... do all the uh, dirty air production." But you want your, you want your gas and oil. You're going to come to us. Yeah. Uh, today, the Supreme Court took another look at an old Trump rule. Uh, after Trump became president, he took a look at the border, and of course, he yelled, "Build that wall!" But they also came up with "Remain in Mexico." And actually, it's called the Migrant Protection Protocols. It's for people who left some other country and traveled through Mexico to get to the U.S. border. After the policy was put in place at the beginning of 2019, tens of thousands of people had to wait in Mexico for immigration hearings. It was a great idea by Trump because at the time he said, otherwise, you release them into the United States with a notice to appear and that's it. We don't see them again. And there's always been these conflicting statistics. Some outfits will tell oh, 90% show up. Others will say, no, it's not even half show up. Um, so soon after he took office, Biden got rid of it. Texas and Missouri sued. Lower courts have reinstated it, but the U.S. Supreme Court decided to take up the case and listen to the arguments. But I think the biggest thing we learned today is this. In 2021, the government processed about 670,000 migrants arriving along the Mexican border. Do you know how much capacity we had to detain them? Because there's a provision in our federal government immigration law that says we shall detain immigrants while they await consideration of their immigration proceedings. 670,000 people came. We have the capacity to detain 34,000. And that's why, for all these years, under almost all the presidents you can think of, people who got here were released with given a notice to appear. Which Chief Justice Roberts said today, Congress may want detention, but they've never come up with the money to provide more beds. Yes, and some of the Supreme Court justices said, well, just because Congress hasn't done its job doesn't mean we have the power to do this. That's why Trump said... Well, if we don't have the, the room to detain them, then they can stay in Mexico. And you know where this led to on the Supreme Court today? Predictably, from the liberal justices, well, that's, that's an infringement on a sovereign nation. You can't just make Mexico take these people. But I think Trump reached an agreement with no, them. No, no, he made he? a deal. No, he made yeah. a deal because uh, I think uh, they got uh, favorable trade status right? Uh, and perhaps uh, cash payments. And then uh, the other side of that was... Are you saying Mexican government officials take cash payments under the table? <laughs> no, they take it right over the top of the table. <laughs> really? And, and, the other, and, and if you don't go along with this, then we're going to put uh, major tariffs on your exports. Right. And so the Mexican president said, hey, you know what? You got it. Whatever you like. Because, again, you think that guy cares? He's busy sh shoveling all the money from the drug cartels, so... The guy with one foot out the door is Stephen Breyer, right? Isn't he the one retiring? Yes. He said, uh, judges, looking to the other Supreme Court, this is above your pay grade. Stay out of this as much as you can. Again, saying that this is like foreign policy, that we can't just say when the migrants come here, if they came from well, Nicaragua, we're going to dump them in Mexico. Yeah, the judges are not supposed to make a choice on policy. 
they're supposed to see if the laws are carried out based on how they're written and if they uh, conform to the Constitution. But they're not right. supposed to decide which policy is better. That's what a Congress is for. Except Congress doesn't do its job and hasn't for many, many years. We elect people who just sit there and take bribes and screw their interns, and they don't actually do the hard work. <laughs> I stand by They that. take bribes and, and screw, screw their, their interns. interns. That's why do... they're there. I mean, they could have sorted this immigration thing. My God, this has been going on for, for 20 years, this debate. It's like, stop it. Fix it. Fix everything. And then enforce it. And spend the money to enforce it properly. Uh, this is exhausting. Yeah, then they got into this uh, back and forth over some of the language in the immigration law about whether or not we may detain or should detain. And, well, there's discretion involved there. In other words, well, saying that the Biden administration is choosing not to detain and not to return, that they are going to just let them come into the country and await their day in court. Right. The, the provisions uh, counter each other, which is right. another stupid thing. Whatever they did right, there's one provision which says the government shall detain immigrants. Now, shall is, is supposedly the most forceful word that says you must follow this policy. A shall is, there's no arguing here. Right, but this Solicitor General of Texas said that requires said that required the federal government to turn to its second statutory provision, which says it may return migrants who arrive by land to the country from which mm -hmm. they came. May means you're may. permitted if you feel like it. And so then they're arguing, arguing for the U.S. government was somebody named Elizabeth uh, Prologar that the provision was discretionary. After all, it used the word may and required the consent of the other nation. She added that no administration, including the Trump administration, had interpreted the provision to require returning all immigrants who could not be yeah. detained. Thing is, this worked really well. This way cut down on immigration over the Mexican border because if, uh, people coming from third countries, third-party countries, uh, just simply didn't have any rights anymore. They got stuck in Mexico. Mexico agreed to hold on to them. And, and they didn't like it. Some of them went back to Mexico yeah. and are back not to well, Mexico, but past Mexico to their home countries because they didn't want to sit in the squalor waiting for the U.S. to hear their well, case. Well, that's what they should do. They should, that, that, is, that is the proper solution. You go back home and, and fill out the paperwork to be admitted into the U.S. That, that's how and you that, do remember it. Remember Biden said he was going to do that? They were going to set up all sorts of processing centers and yeah. towns all over Mexico to get people to apply and give them all the yeah. paperwork they needed so that they would... Uh, Find out when their yeah. turn is. He said he was going to do that. He said he was going to do that. <laughs> he doesn't even remember that day anymore. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Can, KFI. Uh, coming up after 4 o'clock, we're going to talk to a man by the name of Nathan Hockman is coming on the show. He would like to be the next attorney general of the state of California. He just got the endorsement of the California Republican Party. The Sacramento DA, Anne-Marie Schubert, who's been on our show many times, is actually running as a no-party preference. So she wasn't looking for the Republican Party endorsement, but she will be on the ballot, too. And she's a good choice. Uh, there's actually a number of people running against the incumbent, Rob Bonta, who is an appointee of uh, Dippity Doo. Yeah, he's another pajama boy. Yeah, so I'm sure you'll hear that... Uh, Mr. Hockman doesn't agree with what's going on, and particularly here in L.A. County uh, uh, with our own D.A., 
George Gascon. He was a former assistant U.S. attorney, Nathan Hockman. He'll be coming on right after the news at 4 o'clock. If you do want to sign petitions to recall L.A. County D.A. George Gascon from office, they still have until July to collect the required number of signatures so we can vote on a recall. They're doing something really big on Saturday, this Saturday, April 30th. Every city hall in L.A. County will have people with the petitions. That's what I'm told. Every L.A. County city hall. I'm looking at the massive list here. and uh, There are 88 incorporated cities in L.A. County. But I don't think they all have city halls. They may not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. But Never uh, had time to tour them. We, <laughs> yes. Uh, to stay on track, they need to be at their goal of 400,000 signatures gathered by the end of the month. They are approaching 300,000 signatures. So that's why they planned this big Super Saturday petition signing event. Uh, it's going to be between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. And if you need to check and see where your city hall is, you go to recalldageorgegascon.com. And I'm sure on that website, you can find the detail. They sent out an email. That's why I'm looking at the uh, list. Um, they also have an app. We've mentioned that before. Have you ever heard of a recall app? Well, they do have an app. But uh, I can't count this, John. There's mm-hmm. not 88 city town halls here. But uh, off the top of my head, there appears to be at least 30, 40 maybe. Well, then, then that's close enough. Okay. You should be able to find one within a couple of miles of your house. Yes. I'm just trying to see what the the last one listed is Whittier, a W. You know, on that app, all you have to do is click it and Gascon disappears. Well, if only the world was that magical. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about the United States Supreme Court. They're hearing arguments about the Trump policy of remain in Mexico when it comes to the migrants. I'm mentioning them here because I feel bad for somebody who promised today if he has to, he'll take his case to the United States Supreme Court. I'm talking about 83-year-old NBA Laker legend Jerry West. If you haven't heard the story by now, HBO has a series on the 1980s Lakers, which is called Winning Time. Even though the era of the Lakers wins with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was known as Showtime, HBO would have none of calling it that. Because is that copyrighted, maybe? or uh... I, I don't know. That's also their competitor. It would probably lead to too much. Uh, people oh, would think, right. oh, it's got to be on Showtime. Oh, it's called Showtime. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> they were, especially with Showtime has a new app out, streaming app as well. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. Right. So they're calling it Winning Time. I've watched probably half of these. They're amusing, but I've learned, because I've read a lot about it, this is nowhere approaching a documentary or the truth. However, and Jerry West is upset. He actually sent HBO a letter from his lawyer, and he confirmed today that he will take legal action unless HBO does put out a retraction of its depiction of Jerry West no later than two weeks from the date of the letter. They want an apology, and they want damages for the harm you caused to his well-earned and stellar reputation. If you haven't seen the show it jumps out at you even by the second episode, I think. He's a lunatic. The Jerry West in this television series 
on HBO, is throwing trophies through windows. He's having meltdowns. He's petulant. He's childish. He seems to make bad decisions. He quits. He unquits. And I was looking at this and saying, that's not everything I've read about Jerry West. I mean, he and was. the response is, this is a dramatization. It's not the truth. Right, but, Don't worry about it. But, but, but he's right. upset. Okay, but when does that cross the line into defamation? You can't use that as a as blanket a blanket protection. You could defame somebody and make him look like a really reprehensible, awful person. Yes. And uh, if you use his name, they and do you, use his name. Right. Use Jerry okay. West in the show. Right. Yes. If they uh, the if they you know I called him Bobby Weingarten instead, that would that might be different. But he, he's named Jerry West. And it's based on historical fact, right? The Lakers winning all the championships in the 1980s. So you think he has I, a case? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I, I, oh, I thought you were saying something else. There's a disclaimer on the episodes. Yeah. I don't think that's good enough. It's, and that it's sounds based like off lawyer a book with over 350 people interviewed on record. There's been multiple biographies about these guys. There's so many articles about... What no, wait, was going stop on? Stop right there. Have you watched the show? Every single episode, and I've and read the book. And you think this is the real Jerry West? No. You really believe this? No. I know it's a dramatization. I mean, he was. No, it's he, a lie. It's not, not a, a lie, Ken. Oh, so instead, one day he stood up and said, I'm very mad. And they turned that into throwing trophies through the window? Come it's, on. It's that's a your, dramatization. That's your definition of a dramatization? What kind of a goof are you? It's a, <laughs> it's based off a book. That's Ken. like a, I'm, I'm going to depict John Cobalt as a child molester and a sex abuser. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just a dramatization, Eric. Sorry, I'm just dramatizing the fact that John made a comment once about a young girl. I did. <laughs> what well, was that? Did, but we won't get into that. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to sue. See, that's how it works. If he's going to take this up to the Supreme Court, then the depiction in the TV show is accurate. Um, wow. how much of it is that? I mean, I know he was uh, kind of crazy. Like, what percentage has to be exaggerated before it becomes uh, actionable legally? Hmm. I wonder. Well, we're going to find out because HBO is saying we're not budging. Hmm. They're not going to do anything. I mean, they have pretty broad protections. They do. Uh, they do. But, uh, it, you know, I don't think you can say just anything about a real living person. Like, if he was dead, obviously there'd be nothing nothing he could do. No, and they're mm -hmm. not painting him as a criminal or anything like no. that. But uh, certainly he just comes off really bad. Uh, yeah, he had a difficult time in enjoying success. Oh, was that what the... What, what I remember reading, and I don't know what I've read exactly, but I remember read some stuff over time. And I read his book. Yes, I, I did. I did download his book years ago. And he admitted, you know, he had trouble sticking around and watching the games. He had to take off in his car. And and I, think, I think one night when they won championship, he was actually in his car somewhere on the freeway because he well, just couldn't handle the tension. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's not... That's not. But well, that's what I'm they saying. They tried to depict him, and I understand this is not true, Eric, as b being against drafting Magic Johnson. That that supposedly is not true. No, that is true. No, it's not. He did not want Sidney Moncrief. That's not true. Where are you getting your information from? From the book that it's based off. Oh, of. oh I read the, the book. book. I see. The, so the book is gospel. It has over 350 people on the record interviewed in the book. I've interviewed the author of the book personally. Hmm. Well, I haven't read the book, but I understand that the HBO show was not exactly coming directly from the book, that they're dramatizing a lot of the stuff that's in the book. They take bits and pieces from it to 
generate from fact, but now it's being dramatized into a TV show. Well, I'm rooting for Jerry because I right. think he's a stand-up guy, and you know he may have had some mental problems. But... I don't disagree with that, but he's wrong in this case. Deborah, you want right, to lock we'll up and just a little head out, head out early? I, I know. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say. No, we got to do the news. Uh, John and Ken Show, Deborah Marquez News, KFI AM640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.